Welcome back everyone, you're listening to Affiliate Journey and I'm your host Mildrag Milenkovic. And before you dive in, before you fast forward to the goodies and to the episode itself, I have two very important things I want to tell you and one includes you winning some prizes so you might want to stick around. So uh, let's start with that one first. I'm going to buy to the top three uh, contributors. Uh, basically, all you have to do is share this episode on your timeline and tag me and Jacob with one best takeaway you had from the episode. That's it. So just listen to the episode, share it on your timeline and tag Jacob and myself with one takeaway. And to I will choose three people to which I'm going to buy uh, Chrome extensions. Uh, which will help you with growing your Facebook, which covers like who is active, how active are they, you can remove friends and all those good stuff. So I will buy to three people. All you have to do is listen to the episode, share it, uh, tag myself and Jacob and share one biggest takeaway you had and you can win this Chrome plugin uh, so yeah I'm looking forward to that second thing second Jacob our today's guest who is a dream car winner uh, ClickFunnels dream car win- award winner who is SAA founder of the mastermind I'm actually a part of uh, he also has done over six figures with legendary marketer promoting it and he did like a six-figure day promoting KBB. So he is one of the best affiliate marketers I've ever met, talked to and learned from. So uh, I am more than happy to, to bring him on and to share this episode really and share this value with you. However, there is one little thing I want to discuss. As you've heard, Jacob is my mentor and in his mastermind, He's teaching people how to start making thousands and thousands of dollars online uh, just with affiliate marketing, just with high ticket affiliate marketing and using only Facebook profile. That's pretty much everything you need to get started. Now, of course, I'm part of the mastermind. It's changing my life. I'm going to quit my job uh, after less than three months of joining it. Uh, and I've been in affiliate marketing for two and a half years pretty much learning so it really impacted me and if you are someone who wants to do affiliate marketing maybe you you haven't found luck elsewhere uh, just go at affiliatejourney.co slash jacob those will be the show notes of this episode and over there you can connect with me I will send you the link because I don't want to throw links anywhere. It's an exclusive mastermind. Not everyone can enter. So you will have to contact me uh, and I'll hook you up with the link. If you are a good fit, if that's something you want to pursue, I will add some additional amazing bonuses that I I have with some additional coaching, one-on-one coaching and strategy calls. So... Uh, again, affiliatejourney.co slash Jacob. Go check that out. And it just might change your life like it did mine. And in the meantime, enjoy the episode with Jacob. Hello, 
everyone. Welcome back. You're listening to Affiliate Journey and I'm your host, Mildrag Milenkovic. Today, I have a very special guest of mine. Uh, we were about to do this episode a couple of months ago, but we never got to it. And what do you know, like just a couple of months later, he became my mentor and he's one of the people I look up to and learn from learn the most from in affiliate marketing space. Please help me in welcoming Jacob Carries. Jacob, welcome to the show. It's awesome having you here, man. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. It's great to be here. I'm looking forward to uh, having a chat and I'm sure we can uh, bring some value for your audience. Well, knowing you, I'm sure we're going to bring some value. Uh, I guess my ad- majority of audience knows you, but for those people who don't, could you give us a bit about your background story and tell us like, why did you choose to leave your nine to five and dive into this crazy online world, man? Crazy online world is a very accurate way to describe it. Uh, my story goes back a little way, man. So I used to work in corporate finance. I worked in that field between both Australia and and in New York. Um, my original original like online journey started back in in 2011. Actually, I bought a um, I bought a website off Flipper and. Uh, bought that for like eight or 900 bucks back in the day. And, um, that was a little WordPress site, which kind of got my foot in the door into the industry and made, I think that website ended up making about 10 grand. Um, and then the, the niche that it was in got really, really flooded. And, um, it was about that time that my job was really kicking off. That was kind of immediately after university and then work got super busy and really kind of fell out of the industry for a long time. I, I always would sit in the background and kind of read stuff and, and I'd go on the warrior forum and check out kind of what was going on there. But because the finance industry is so busy, the hours are, are pretty hectic. Uh, I never really had the, the time to be able to fully jump back in. And then in uh, 2017, at this point, I was, I was over in, in New York working in the finance space over there. Uh, I was due to come back to Australia at the end of 2017. And I started thinking about what I wanted to do when I, when I came home and what was the right move. And uh, that's where I started really exploring, again, I guess, other, other avenues. Uh, I bought, bought a couple of books. I bought um, one of the Tony Robbins books. I bought the Jeff Walker book. And I think because I started buying those, I fell back into like the audiences and stuff on Facebook uh, and got hit with an ad from, from Russell over at ClickFunnels for their, um, their affiliate bootcamp, the original affiliate bootcamp that they released. And so that was, that was early 2017. Started uh, started going through that, and that really kickstarted the affiliate marketing part of the journey. And uh, it took me a little while to really, I think, within myself, get confident that this was something that could become a full time um, full time job. And uh, when the time came in in twenty. 18, I kind of got a nudge a little bit because I got a bit, uh, I got a bit unwell from trying to juggle too many different things. And, uh, a day came and, and, and it was at the point in time where I was like, yep, you know, this is, this is right. Let's give it a go. What's the worst that can happen. And, uh, here we are now coming up on, I guess, two, two years in, in three or so months. So, um, that's kind of the, that's kind of the journey. And how did it make it happen? Because I find a lot of people are in the similar boat where they are like, oh, this can work. And they 
start diving into this world. And then, as you said, they try to juggle their full-time job with like online thingy, mm-hmm. but they just can't seem to bridge that gap. Like what helped you bridge the gap and go from like, I work here on the nine to five and now I actually can afford to leave the job and be full-time affiliate. I think there's a couple of parts to that question. I think there's one is the, is the actual, how do you juggle the two? And the other is at what point is right for you to actually make that jump. And I think the second part of that is really going to depend on the person. When you make that leap financially is, um, really dependent on you, your living costs, your situation, uh, how confident you feel in your skills that you can continue to kind of, you know, produce the results that you're producing. So I think that's a really individual uh, question that people need to ask themselves and get really comfortable with in themselves in terms of making the jump. But in terms of juggling the two, uh, I think there was a few things. The, The first thing that I figured out really early on when I was trying to do this in New York and I was doing 80 hours a week ish at my, at my corporate job and, and trying to do this on the side was that if you don't have a very clear plan in terms of what you're going to do, when you get the time, you can get really sucked into, you know, oblivion in terms of spinning your wheels and, and, and not getting much done. So for me, I, you know, a lot of people talk about having a daily action plan or a daily method of operation or whatever they want to call it. Um, but I think it takes most people a while to get to that point. I was kind of forced to figure that out really quickly just because of the hours that I was working. I'd get 15 minutes here or 20 minutes there or an hour maybe on a weekend if I wasn't in the office. And uh, if I didn't have that action plan, I wouldn't have even got off the ground. Uh, so it was out of necessity that I built that really early on in terms of knowing exactly what I'd do in those windows of opportunity. Uh, I think I've called it before like micro tasking. It's like knowing exactly what to do when your windows of opportunity pop up um, so that you can be really, really consistent. Uh, I think for me, consistency in this space doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you work an hour a day. It means that when you're juggling those two things, when the opportunity pops up that you do this instead of watching Netflix or something else, right? Like you prioritize it and you're consistent on the times that you get the opportunity to do it. So I think that was the big one for me was like that daily plan of knowing, okay, this is what I need to do today. And that can change day to day, but it's, it's just having clarity on that plan was the biggest thing. Actually, now that you mentioned that, I didn't even know I had that problem and I had it uh, like second part of last year. And I was like, as yourself, juggling full-time job, like losing around 10 hours over there, around seven, eight on sleep. And pretty much the majority of my time, I like my, my relationship suffered with friends, with family, whatnot. And I was like trying to work online. But, and I was using that time. It just wasn't as productive and mm-hmm. uh, like plan. I mean, it was clear what I wanted to do, but it just wasn't reaping that results until uh, soon enough I joined you uh, in SAA and learned like a couple of things with daily actions that made much, much more sense. But I was like doing podcasts, doing YouTube, doing Facebook group, uh, doing course on YouTube. I was doing so many things, but I was spread too thin. Uh, so for someone listening who maybe has, I don't know, hour, two or three uh, a day, 
and they need to put it in their affiliate business in order to get it running as fast as possible. How would you how would you recommend they do it? I know it's mostly individual based on what they are doing, but let's assume they are on the Facebook, one of the strategies over there you would recommend to people. So we can talk a little bit more broadly and then let's talk about Facebook. So I think if you're if you feel like you're in that phase where you're spinning your wheels and you're really not sure, I think the best the best piece of advice is put the pens down and figure out what do I want to sell? Because when people are missing that, they float between niches, they float between products, they float between strategies. Uh, they, they really jump around a lot. And a lot of people will tell you to start with, you know, just, just start with your passion and, and just start putting out content. And, and, and that's, that's fine. Like that advice can be okay. But I think for the vast majority of people, you get you can get stuck in this kind of content hamster wheel and and i'm sure most people in your audience are doing this because they want to make money it's it's because they want it to be a business they want it to either supplement or replace their income and while it's nice to talk about you know monetize your passion and do what you love and all that kind of stuff the reality is you've got to be selling something in order to make that happen right if you want additional time to do other things that you are really passionate about. You've got to sell something to, to make the money. And so I generally encourage people, look, if you, if you kind of, if you're lost and confused and you don't know where to go, find a product that you want to sell, find a product that you like, find a product that you love, find a product that you can really get behind. And what that's actually going to do is it's going to dictate what niche you play in anyway. But then you've got like this, you've got like this bedrock to build from. And then depending on the product that you want to promote, then you've really got two things to figure out. You've got to figure out, well, how am I going to sell it? And who am I going to sell it to? Okay. And those two can be kind of decided in either order. Um, but really it's a matter of what's the process that I'm going to use to attract people to me or my business, depending on if you're kind of in front or behind the scenes and what's the process that I'm going to use to convert a percentage of those people into leads and a percentage of those people into buyers. And in this day and age, you know, as, as at the date that we're recording this, you've got, you've got a few main options in terms of social media. Uh, you could have a blog, you can have a YouTube channel, you can use Facebook, you can use Instagram, uh, you know, you can use ads or organic on most of those platforms. You've got kind of the two options, but the reality is you need to pick one of those platforms where you can start getting people's attention, where you can start putting content in front of people or ads in front of people. You've got to have a place to get your stuff in front of eyeballs. So picking one of those as a starting point combined with that one product is a great place to really get some clarity. And then depending on the platform that you've selected, that's really going to dictate, well, what's my conversion method? And you can either go one of two paths. You can either go a, a, a highly automated path where you build out some kind of funnel and you collect emails and you, and you follow up and you sell that way, or you can sell on a more relationship driven one-to-one -one basis. And if your audience can arrive at a decision on those three pieces of their you know, business puzzle, the product, the conversion method and where the audience is going to be, be grown or at least where you're going to serve people with impressions, with ads or with content, then you can really build that baseline 
and you can tweak and, and improve it over time. That's when you can start to invest in coaching and courses and, and all that kind of stuff very strategically. And you can go, okay, you know, I'm getting leads, uh, but my offer's not quite converting. So I need to spend some time on improving my offer or, you know, I've got this, I've got an offer, I've got a funnel, but I'm not getting any traffic. So I need to spend time on, on the traffic piece of it. You can actually troubleshoot it like a real business instead of just, you know, making these purchases, trying to find the Holy grail and, um, you know, constantly jumping from thing to thing. So for people that are lost, I think that's the best path to take is find the product and then figure out how you're going to sell it and who are you going to sell it to and really go narrow on one thing in each of those buckets. So one core product is generally the best place to start one core conversion method and one core platform to build an audience or, or at least generate traffic. And, uh, you know, you specifically asked about Facebook at the time we're recording this, this is, this is an amazing place to start because you can use your personal profile and you can be super proactive about it. You can go, all right, I'm going to sell X product and that will determine who you want to connect with. That will determine who you want to grow your audience around, who would be interested in that. And then you can proactively go out there and grow your profile or grow a group of people who would be interested in that. Uh, and I think it's, it's a great place to start because you can genuinely get on the front foot and you're not waiting for Google to rank your article and you're not waiting for YouTube to rank a video. It really rewards the people who put in the work consistently. I absolutely agree. I was one of those. I mean, I partly why I bought into affiliate marketing was the passive income. And I guess the easiest way to achieve it, or maybe the only way, one of the only ways is with like blogging or YouTube and you rank and that video or blog converts and you get money over time. But soon enough, as you said, uh, if you want some proactive method and if you don't want to like do a video, then hope that first it will rank, then hope that it will convert. And maybe in like seven months, you'll see how much money will you make from that video, if any. So like, I don't want to throw too much rocks on YouTube. I love it. I just don't think if you need that fast cash flow, I think it's much better being proactive and going on like Facebook, Instagram, something that's faster. Uh, I have one question. This is a bit more towards you, Taylor, because like you, you jumped it, you jumped into click funnels and with such focus and you go and had this enormous success, winning dream car, then you jump into legendary and again, focus and crossing that 100k now you're doing that with SEA like what is the quote-unquote secret that you can choose anything because it's not that one thing and you're doing it and you're successful five years because you've been doing it all the time but even when you pivot into something new you manage to create success in such a fast fashion so what do you think you have that other people are liking that's actually allowing you to reap that success I don't, I don't think there's anything special. I think there's two, when, when I kind of reflect on what's happened over the last few years, there's, there's really two uh, main things that stand out to me that, that gives you the ability to pivot and be effective in another program to, to go from, you know, you're talking about SAA to go from just doing affiliate marketing to running your own course. You know, people struggle with launching courses and, and we've been able to kind of fly out of the blocks it comes back to two things in my opinion. The first, the first is having a really clear 
we talk about it in the accelerator program, calling it like a North star, like having a, having a clear thing that you are working towards. And this can be directly correlated to the business or it could be a byproduct. So for example, along the journey for me, it's been the dream car. And then it was the legendary six figure club. And then I, and then I was chasing top 10 in a launch, which I fell short on, but now it's the two comma club with, with my own product. So having that super clear goal for me in particular, this may not work for everybody, but having that, that, that milestone gives me a point that I can, you know, put a stick in the ground in the future. And then I can reverse engineer back from that and go, okay, so if I want to hit that at that point in time, uh, what do I need to do each quarter, each month, each week, each day in order to get there? Right. Sorry to interrupt in a second. Did you read the book? Uh, one thing, I think it's the one thing. No, I haven't read that. It reminds me, he, he's talking about like having this goal. It can be long-term, medium-term, short-term. And he exactly talks about that process. Like, okay, okay. if I want to be there in one year, what do I need to do in the next six months? And he goes to the day. And then the power question for the day is like, what is the one thing that if I do today, uh, everything else would be either unnecessary or, or less relevant? And it's having that focus on one thing. And I love that. Yeah. And, and I mean, for having your own product or, or selling an affiliate product, you know, ultimately most people are probably working towards some kind of income goal. Right. And so that one thing on a daily basis needs to be asking the sales question. Now that can either happen one-to-one or that can happen with a sales video. But if you haven't got some kind of vehicle that's got a opportunity for people to enter their credit card where you will get paid and you haven't got people seeing that every day, again, be that directly with you, be that with someone from your team, be that a sales video. If that's not happening multiple times a day, you aren't going to get there. So when you figure out that that's the core thing that needs to happen every day, then again, you can reverse engineer the steps from there and go, okay, well, I need to be putting out this kind of content to generate these leads and this is how I'm going to pitch them. Or I need to set up these ads to get these leads into the funnel and this is how I'm going to pitch them. So yeah, I completely agree with that. Distilling it down to that, that one thing that I need to do and then working out, well, what are the steps that are going to accomplish that one thing? Uh, and that can happen at, at every scale, right? Like that could happen to the day. You know, what do I need to get done before the end of today? And then what are the steps that I need to take in order to do it? What do I need to do this week, month, quarter? Uh, hundred percent agree with that. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to get that book and read it. But, uh, that, that's the, um, that's the big thing for me is having that one thing to focus on. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And, and that could be, it it doesn't have to be like a, an award or something like that. that. Those have just, you know, those milestones have worked well for me. Uh, it could be, it could be anything. It could be, uh, you know, saving up money for a vacation. It could be wanting to leave your job. It could be, um, you know, by a certain time, but I think as making them as clear as possible so that you can reverse engineer is really, really powerful. And I think the second thing, man, is when you focus on learning with this online business thing, you've, you've got, you've got sales and you've got marketing, right? And that's either can be applied to your own product or to someone else's product. If you learn the fundamentals of what will work regardless of the product, then you can 
pretty confidently move from product to product, niche to niche, uh, scenario to scenario and apply them and they will generally work quite well. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be 100% smooth sailing. That doesn't mean everything's a perfect world, but it gives you a head start. You're not starting fresh every time you want to promote a new product or every time you want to tackle something new. Um, and this is, again, what we talk about so much in, in, the, in the Accelerator program and, and why we teach some of the stuff that we teach is, is to arm people with understanding why stuff works, why certain sales strategy works, why certain marketing strategies work that get the click. Uh, because then you can, you can pivot and move from, from one thing to the next. And, and I think even on top of that, as I'm sitting here kind of talking through it, you've got the marketing and the sales, but I think a genuine care factor as well. And, and realizing that your traffic, your leads, your customers, even though you may never speak to them or you may never um, meet them, they're real people. And they're each got individual goals, individual, you know, desires, outcomes, fears. And when they pay you money, you need to take that really, really seriously. And supporting people through, while for you, it may not be that much of a, a big thing. If they've just spent a thousand dollars on your course or your program, Sorry, that was weird. Um, if they just spent a thousand dollars on your course or your program for them, that may be the biggest investment that they've ever made. So you need to take that really seriously and you need to not underestimate how much trust they're placing in you when they buy something th from you. And I, and I think one of the reasons our, our program has grown so quickly is because people can see that, you know, myself and the gents that helped me run it, we, we genuinely care about the students and, and the results that they get. So I think when you combine that care factor, the, the empathy with, you know, fundamental sales and, and marketing, it's a really, it's a really powerful combination. I absolutely agree. And I had that realization about, as you mentioned, the fundamentals and I try to preach them, but not everyone gets it. Like some people are just stuck in that mindset of, Oh, what's the next thing? What's the next funnel that will bring me money was the next hack and whatnot. So how does one go from, oh, I just want another method that will convert to actually realizing that the best thing you can do is actually develop your skills and actually become that person. I found it and correct me if I'm wrong, but I've been talking to a lot of successful people and oftentimes it's the same story, like struggle, struggle, struggle until after usually a couple of years, they see success. And I think that Partly it's because they actually grown as a person and their skills that they can actually now meet their goals. Like if you have mindset and skills for $500, you're likely not going to overcome that. So I think actually understanding that you need to develop your skills and yourself to the extent to make that money is what it takes. And it's not some new funnel or whatever short-term vehicle. So how, how would you help people bridge that gap from, oh, I just want some funnel and to run some ads and to earn some money instead of, oh, I actually want to be the person that can that is worthy and not in a moral sense, but that is skill-wise worthy and marketplace worthy to actually yeah. earn that money. Yeah, I think there's I think there's ways you can help people have that realization, but I also think a massive piece of it is they've got to go through that 
themselves. You know, everyone's got, especially in this online world, there's everyone takes, takes a different path. And generally what you'll see is people will have a point of epiphany where they have been beaten down enough by the, the crap that's online and they'll go, okay, I got to stop looking for tomorrow and I got to start looking for 12 months time. And it's generally when they have that realization that they give themselves the room and the time and the freedom to learn the stuff that they need to learn. But I think in a lot of cases that, that can't be external. It's got to come from the internal struggles. It's got to come from the internal lessons. Uh, I think you can help people get there through the power of, you know, sharing stories with them about yourself, about other students, about, about other people. Um, and again, coming back to the empathy, you know, genuinely listening to people and, and giving them a platform where they can tell you where they're at. They can tell you what they're struggling with and then you can actually provide them feedback on that. And, and, and from an experienced set of eyes, give them an, give them clarity on a path forward that includes actually learning that stuff. Uh, you know, we close a lot of sales on the phone for the program and, and it's great because it gives us a platform to do that. We can listen to the individual situation and we can steer them in the right direction based on where they've been. So we can help we in real time, we can, in some cases help expedite that, that realization process that look, you've got to be studying this, this from a fundamental level, if you want to have any hope of it being, you know, a, a long-term kind of career, if you want to call it that. Yeah, I absolutely, absolutely agree, brother. Uh, all right. Tell me, uh, why did you like you, you gather, gathered a lot of knowledge over the years and you decided to create something. Why is it high ticket and why is it mostly tailored towards Facebook. Uh, I've been through a lot of stuff. And first I was in the mindset of, oh, I want to automate everything. I want that passive income and whatnot. But soon I realized that the advantages when you are new are usually exactly in that empathy, in that relationship building, in, the, in being the real person. And that was one of, the, one of my epiphanies. But why did you choose to like launch a program or a mastermind that that stores that like you could have like you had background as well with click funnels you you could go pretty much any way why did you choose to do it this way so i had i had a couple of months off last year where i was really trying to figure out what i wanted to do next uh it was it was off the back of um the kbb launch and i was like what what's what's next at that point i was very confident in my ability to consistently produce results and it felt like the right time to to start working with students uh as well and um the other the other selfish factor of it was that i was i was really struggling with not uh communicating with people enough you know i was uh, i wanted the opportunity to build a community and 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 build it build a group of people who were similar to me and had similar values to me because it's it's a hell of a lot of fun you know we we do the calls every week and um that's like my favorite part of the week is when when people can jump on and, and ask questions and so selfishly as well i wanted to build a platform that would facilitate that but the 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 particular question around why do we have a heavy focus right now on on facebook and why do we focus on high ticket that simply comes back down to uh you know i tried a lot of different things across the journey and the big thing for me is when people are getting started 
you want to give them a process that they are fully in control of. Now, obviously we're contingent on Facebook as a platform, but it comes back to what we we're talking about before in terms of you're not contingent on an algorithm to rank a piece of content and you're not waiting for that. And, and paid marketing as a starting point is super tricky. So when it comes to free marketing strategies, I just think it is the absolute best place for people to start. It's a great breeding ground where they can learn those fundamentals of marketing and sales and they can really drive their own results because they're not waiting on the, uh, the algorithm of, of a platform. Now there'll come a time where someone can start a podcast or they can start a YouTube channel. They can start a blog in tandem with that, but just from a pure, you know, let's get moving in the right direction ASAP perspective. I think it's the best place to start. Um, you know, at the time that we're talking through this today and high ticket goes hand in hand with that because it's one-to-one because it's relationship focused uh, because, you know, when you even learn some basics of sales, it's, it's really not, you know, if you were to sell something for, for 50 bucks instead of a thousand dollars, it's not that much easier. Like it's not proportionately easier to do that. So in terms of people getting people getting to their financial goals as fast as possible, it was a good, it's a good combination. It's a really, really good combination to start people. And then you can take them on a journey and you can help them grow a group or you can help them, you know, move on to other platforms if they want to, or, you know, like we do in the program, we have certain people who progress up to the point where they'll start running ads because they've got that foundation set. They've got money coming in, they can reinvest it and, and get things moving faster. So that, that's why those kind of few pieces uh, came together. Yeah, that was that was one of my realizations as well. Like I was juggling between so many things and sure enough, I started networking and even interviewing some high ticket affiliates and I was listening to their like mindset and the way they were looking at it. And I was like, it makes sense. Like, as you said, it's not proportionally, it's not 20 times harder to sell $1,000 products than $50 products. Maybe it's four, three, three, four times harder, but it's not 20 times harder. And you can get to those income goals much, much faster, whatever it is. It can be thousand a month. It can be 10,000 a month. It's easier anyways. So, okay. We are shortly running out of time. If you were to leave us like with couple of fast tips that you would give to affiliates who are trying to make it whatever part of their journey are they are in like what would you leave them with like what is in your opinion uh the best focus and what is the most worth their time like what skills uh, we touched on that though uh but I guess what vehicles, what skills, and what do you, what did you see that worked for a lot of people? Like you've helped a lot of affiliates, and what do you think is the difference between those who are making it and those who aren't? I think there's a, there's a few pieces to this. So as I said earlier, I think if you if you feel like you're in that zone where you're kind of floating around and you don't really know what you're doing, uh, stop, pause give yourself the room to breathe and then pick one or two core products that you really want to get behind. When you start there, you're starting with how you're going to monetize the time that you're going to invest. And you're not just putting out content with no plan because that's where a lot of people get stuck. So I think start there. Then from there, you can go and choose what platform do you really want to, you know, start with 
and 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 look, we've spoken about Facebook. Facebook works great, but but the reality is every platform works. The difference between the people that succeed and the ones that don't succeed is is just they stop, right? Or they keep going until they have that breakthrough. You know, people ask quite frequently on on sales calls is how long is it going to take for this to work for me? How long am I going to take to get my money back? How long is it going to take me to hit 10K a month? The reality is no one can really tell you that because you're, you're the key variable in all of that. The strategy, the blueprint can all be laid out for you, but there's, there's so many different things in every situation, right? And, and that shouldn't be the question that you should be asking. What you should be saying instead is I'm going to stick with this until it works. Because those people are the ones who uh, are ultimately the ones that have the breakthrough and, and become successful. But I think from a pure strategic perspective, one product, one platform, one conversion method, if you can simplify it down to that, that's going to give you the capacity to really figure out those daily action steps. And then if you do that every week, every month, you know, every quarter, you're going to build traction. There's no way that you don't. The only reason people don't is because they jump around between different strategies. They spread themselves too thin. They're, they're busy instead of productive. All of these kind of things that we, we know as human beings that are causing us the problem, it can just be really hard to, to self-diagnose and, and admit that. Uh, so that would be my biggest tip is, is, is narrow down to one thing in each of those buckets and uh, put, the, put the blinkers on and just, and just go. Love that advice, man. Love it. All right. Uh, could you share with the listeners where they can find you and connect with you online? For sure. I've got a Facebook group that's called the Super Affiliate Community. Uh, that's a that's a good place to start. I'm pretty active over there. We've got, uh, at the time of filming this, we're 3,900 members. Um, so we'll crack 4,000 shortly. And uh, it's, a, you know, it's a good community of people at all different phases. You know, we've got people from have never made a dollar through to have made multiple millions. Um, so there's a really good range. So that would be, that would be one place. YouTube just under Jacob Karras is a, is another place. There's some uh, good content there. It's probably not the typical type of content people will expect in the affiliate marketing space. It It's more in line with what we've spoken about here, which is, you know, focusing on learning more fundamental stuff uh, rather than, you know, you won't see me promoting a different product every week or talking about a different strategy every week. Like that's just not the way I approach things. Uh, so you'll notice that over on YouTube. Um, otherwise they can just feel free to add me on Facebook as well at Jacob Karras and uh, they can, they can see my content on my, on my profile as well. Yeah, and I can attest to all of those places. It's awesome content. You're not going to regret it. And as always, you can find it at affiliatejourney.co slash Jacob in the show notes. So go connect with him. And Jacob, thanks so much for your time and for the value that you've put out, man. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. It's been a good chat. It sure did. All right, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe if you're listening and or watching. And until next time, goodbye. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and sticking to the very end. I hope you enjoyed the interview. I hope you got a lot of value. I know I do every time I listen to Jacob. Uh, if you want to connect with him or myself, again, links are at the show notes on affiliatejourney.co slash Jacob. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And don't forget to leave us a review. Uh, if you're listening on Apple, because it really helps the show grow. And in the meantime, cheers for your success.